We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, Andy Lou. The Warriors lose again. Lose the match tonight. I don't know. <laughs> Did you watch that? I watched every second. What do you mean that I watched that? That was uh it was fun. It, it was great. I mean it was great. It's just a fun time. It was a fun time. And Encore and Win in the background, my favorite place in the entire universe. I didn't know it was right there. Dude, it was amazing, man. I will be there next week if you're going to Summer League. Let me know. I'll say what's up to you. Uh, you can find me in arena. I'll be there for, mm-hmm. I'll be there for my guy Pajemski when he starts going off on the Lakers at like eight thirty or nine on Friday night. I'll be there, and three hours later, you can try your chance at any various club. I may be there too. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm a hey, look. I'm hearing good things about Pajemski from from people that are actual college basketball watchers, not myself, of course, but they like him so. I'm pretty excited. Um, he's also playing in Sacramento. Hey, I got I got a gripe for you um, before we get started the real stuff. What were the rules that happened today in the match? Let's go back to the oh, match. Oh, the, scr- the scramble? Yeah, well, let's talk match for a little bit. Um, so they played scramble format. So scramble is you play best ball every hit. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if me and Tiger are playing together, we're probably going to play Tiger's ball every time, right? It's basically him playing by himself. Exactly. Um, but they clearly they weren't playing penalties. That's what annoyed me. So that's what annoyed me. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, why are we annoyed? But, you know, it'd be nice to see Stephen Clay win, but they weren't paying. You're like, I'm watching Mahomes oh, and Kelsey oh, Shank right now. I need, I, need, I need a W for confidence. <laughs> I could have used the win. Exactly. I could have maybe throw CP3 out there. See what he would have done. You know, maybe he's a good golfer. But, uh, yeah, I'm seeing balls go in the water and I'm like, well, that, that doesn't count. You can just it's it's like um it's, it's like bowling. It's like bowling yeah. with the uh with the with the side ramps on. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the the bumpers or whatever they call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just like, well, I mean, then shit. I mean, what are we doing here? So anyway, I was a little bit annoyed with the rules. Um felt like you could just play the ball wherever you wanted, even if it hit the uh yeah, this, <laughs> hit the this like this like you it's like you and me playing where we're like just like uh you didn't see that, okay, it didn't count. <laughs> that's what I exactly. That's what I said. I was like, "Oh, it hit the bunker. Like, if it takes me like three shots, I can't get it out. Whatever. Let's just throw it out there and like not even count it, right? Like, that's yeah. that's how I play. And I'm like, "Whoa, that's how that's how that's how these guys are playing. What the hell are we doing here?" So anyway, I, I guess you know it is kind of unfair because Steph, Steph, and 
you know, Clay had some good drives off the tee, but yeah, Steph couldn't putt. I mean, my I, God. <laughs> I was um I was not surprised Mahomes could play a little bit. Mm. Uh he just seems like a dude who probably can pick everything up and be like at least decent, you know, yeah. and whatever you do. Uh Kelsey impressed me because I was I was um my impression was oh he's he's gonna be shanking things For left Clay. and right. Oh. Yeah, uh, but they were all better than I expected. And like, you know, Kelsey mentioned it a few times. Like, I'm not surprised if I had to golf on national TV and I had millions of dollars, I too would get whatever professional coaching I could to make myself like look as least embarrassing as possible. He is but, also like an elite athlete. Most of the sure. athletes can pick something up. You know what I mean? Like, like a little more coordinated than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fair. I would have loved to see Draymond Green play. <laughs> like, I'd like to see. He looked loaded, so he was. He probably wasn't going to be good by the time like round six came around, but I'd like to see Draymond Green go out there and hit a couple balls. He probably I, doesn't play. Did you see Andre was there? Be nice to I, see him play. I think it was it the sixth or the seventh hole where Draymond just couldn't hold it back and just uh, elite celebration on the green. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm no longer taking his free agency seriously. <laughs> like you're gonna, I'm I'm gonna need a notification with cash like written offer in hand to 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 like believe that there's a chance to, to make me sweat a little bit like like sweat over free agency not sweat because it's, it's starting to get hot in the air yeah. <laughs> uh also 100 degrees in vegas right now too i think it's pretty hot over there so i don't even know how they were playing but uh yeah i mean the whole time they were talking it just felt felt so weird to me that if they were if if i get i feel like if stephen clay had gotten any sense that draymond wasn't going to be on the team did feel like the vibes were going to be kind of weird in that golf match. Right. As far as I know, wasn't like it was a pre-recorded match. Like it, this didn't happen like two days ago. This was live. No, the entire vibe was like everyone is under long-term contract. That's what I took from it. It, it felt like it, it literally felt like the Spurs. When you watch like their core guys together, you're like, all right, none of you are leaving. You know, like none of there, there's no like someone uh, said something mean to me in the locker room and I got to leave type of thing. Like you, you're all stable. That was a vibe. Here's, here's Draymond real. Didn't even win the hole, by the way. Did- <laughs> The funniest part, the funniest part of this is Draymond's just shitting on Clay the whole time, yeah. and and Clay's kind of like just taking it, and he's just not talking. And then when Clay does something, well, Draymond loses control. It is literally the exact same as what happens on the basketball court. I mean, I can't imagine that Clay is happy that Draymond's just screaming all the time, but he just doesn't care. He just keeps going, and uh, I don't know. It, it is kind of the perfect summation of these guys. Pretty cool to see these three guys. Um, out there. And then it's cool to see that uh, Mahomes and Kelsey, also two guys, Ernie Johnson mentioned, all these guys have played on the same team their entire career, right? So it was pretty cool to see kind of that duel in football who just won a championship and then the trio in basketball, the Warriors. They really do feel like the football Warriors. Like we, everyone says it because like Mahomes and Steph have kind of a similar energy to them, like combo of humility with like a style no one has ever seen before, you know? Like that sort of thing. Um, and, and it does feel like the Chiefs are kind of the warriors of the NFL in a lot of ways. Um, 
And, and, and I just think it, it, it's cool in general. And like, you know, it's not lost on me that on the verge of free agency as friend of the show, James Harden is demanding his 18th trade as Kyrie Irving is sniffing out his 15th Jersey that we're watching the match and you have Steph Curry, who's been on the Warriors over 15 years and you have Draymond clay Thompson who are over a decade and they've been with the same franchise, one franchise players and just it's free agency is fun, but it's a nice feeling knowing that you have a team that's locked together for that long. And for three more years, like Steph said, three more years, Draymond. Interesting. He said three and not a, not four or maybe it was an extension, whatever it is. You're right. You're right. It's pretty cool to see all the all those guys together. It, it, Mahomes and Kelsey aren't going anywhere. They're going to be favorites to win the next one, and they're probably the one after that. And uh, they're still in their prime. I think the Warriors are right. You you would say you know maybe at the tail end of their prime. Uh, maybe they've got one or two more shots at this baby. So um, it is really cool to see that um, versus kind of kind of you know uh, everything else you see in the NBA now. And 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 NFL is just also so hard to keep anything together. Which is why the Brady thing was so was so amazing, uh, but Brady just, went through so many people. It was Brady Belichick. Yeah. Like Brady didn't. It's a, have... it's a it's a different sport. One, uh, anyone other than a quarterback, like who's playing twenty years, you know, <laughs> like who's doing that, right? With the way the sport is, and then like you said, the cap and everything. So it's just you you can't compare it. It's it's apples to oranges, right? I would like to see um, them play again. It was cool. I, Steph played with. Who did he play? Steph played with, uh, was it, was it, was it Phil? And then they went up against Barkley and someone or, or Steph played against Phil. Um, I think this was a year ago and that was really cool. So I don't know. It, it's pretty cool to see Steph. Play it was, was it Steph and Peyton? That's reverse Phil and oh. Chuck. So yeah. the whole idea is like Chuck's the worst, but they were playing some sort of best ball format. And it's like shocker. Phil's yeah, better Phil than won. everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, he can just handle it. He doesn't yeah. need the mulligan. So, yeah, um, yeah I would like to. I, honestly, I'm enjoying them. They're they're fun. It's like I'm and I'm not a huge golf guy. I'm not a you know sit on Sunday and watch a golf tournament kind of guy. Um, but the you know look warrior players, you know them. Uh, it's cool to see their personality. It's fun. It's impressive. Like, I thought Clay was pretty impressive. Like, I knew Steph would be impressive. That's not surprising. I thought Clay was pretty damn impressive, all things considered. He golfs. He golfs. Yeah, he's not good at it. Yeah, but he, but... He, doesn't, go- yeah, but he doesn't golf like Steph. You know, like Steph Yeah, yeah, is- yeah. But, like, you know how Draymond doesn't golf at all. That's why he's not even <laughs> bothering to play. But, like, like no. Clay, Clay, like, he looks like someone that plays in the offseason a lot. Steph is someone that plays in the regular season and the off season, so you you know it's kind of he's played his whole life. Type you, of you think he plays a hundred rounds a year? Oh, at least at that's least. one. That's like one every three days. With the player schedule, it's, it's pretty. He could go multiple feel, rounds a day. It feels hard. It feels feels that's, hard I to guess, get a hundred eighteen hole. Work. I don't know. Maybe once I'm a week. A, I go maybe once di- a week. I'm going to dig into this. This is going to be my this is going to be my Sam Source's leak of the offseason. I'm going to find out how often Steph actually plays. I know like, exactly who to ask. <laughs> we know exactly who to ask. Uh, I'm not talking about because like I, I know he hits the range or, you know, simu- simulated range in his backyard or something every day. Like that's all I'm talking about. I was like, how often is he playing 18 holes? 
I'm curious about that because if he's really playing like that many times in season, that's pretty, pretty wildly impressive. Um, regular season, I'd say he probably does. Regular. I might have shot better if you didn't play every night. No. Honestly, that's what I say. That's why I say I'm like I could. I'm either the Clay or the. There's no way I'm Steph because I'm not good. But I'm either the Clay or Draymond. Like I'll, I'll go out there and I'll be like, probably shouldn't have hit the range, messed up my swing. Or I could be Draymond. Like I could just be like, you know what? I'm just not gonna play. I'm just gonna drink, and it's gonna be amazing for me regardless because I could just just talk shit and narrate in the background, which is what Draymond did. I'd probably <laughs> much rather be Draymond. Um, but honestly, yeah, all these guys are impressive, dude. Um, all these guys are impressive. It was fun. It was fun. I, I enjoyed myself. This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you can get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. I just got some pairs and let me tell you, little skeptical, tried them on a hundred times better than I could have ever imagined. Just the like, I will be wearing nothing else all summer. Unbelievable. Sam is Fendiari, Bird Dogs. So where can you get it? Go to birddogs.com slash pool. And enter promo code POOL, P-O-O-L, for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash POOL, P-O-O-L, for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, let's, let's get to it. By the way, guys, if you want to drop a question, throw a super chat. We'll get to it. Um, you can also throw something in the chat. We'll probably answer it, too. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're open to questions. Free agency, my man. We're recording this at 8, 8.15. Thursday, free agency starts at 3 p.m. Mm. Friday, and it's getting close. We got the uh, James Harden will work with the 76ers to get traded, uh, and the assumption is he'll end up a Clipper. Just hilarious to me. Oh, does, really? does him going to the Clippers and them keeping Paul George and Kawhi Leonard scare you in any capacity? Well, you know, I, I think when we've talked about all these super teams that teams have put together the last four years, failed super teams, I, I think I would have talked myself into this, Harden, Kawhi, and PG, but I think we've just seen this fail so often, so freaking often, that it doesn't move me at all anymore, right? Uh, there's so many built-in things with these guys that you can just easily say, well, Kawhi is going to get hurt again. He gets hurt every year. James Harden's just not that good anymore. He isn't. And then Paul George, like he's probably the guy you can count on the most out of those three. Like he's going to be consistent two-way guy, but he got hurt again last season. So it's like, I'd rather have Steph Clay and Draymond. If only just off the fact that Steph Clay and Draymond are available more often than those guys, not to mention they have better chemistry, not to mention they're winners, not to mention all those type of things. But uh, I don't know. You don't believe in them, do you? No. Uh, Harden's by next playoff. So let's do the math. Like next April, May, June, which is what you and I care about. Harden will be 34, pushing 35. Um, and PG and Kawhi will be 33. And those dudes have been banged up and unserious for multiple years. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a scenario in which they can keep their bodies straight for that long. 
but they feel kind of old and unathletic to me. Uh, and it doesn't feel like they have a roster around them that can supplement that sort of thing. So uh, Vivian in the chat goes, NBA is about depth. 2015 Warrior-style rosters are winning. I kind of agree. I think I think more than anything, like you, you need your stars. Um, and then you need the right combination of athleticism and IQ. If you're all IQ with no athleticism, eventually you're going to run into a team who can expose that you're slow. And if you're all athleticism with no IQ, uh, we've seen that. <laughs> we've seen that rodeo, you know? So it's like you want to find the right balance of it. Yeah, it requires you probably having a deeper roster with different types of players and options. And, you know, shocker, it's not a fantasy team. You got to actually build a team. I like what one of the things I loved about Denver winning is they're a team. They're an actual team. Um, you know, hope the Warriors win next year, but I can respect someone who built it the right way. Um, let's go back to you talking about uh, high Q, no athleticism, right? I mean, <laughs> the Warriors are going to try to win doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for you. They're going to try to go all IQ, no athleticism this year. But I mean, no, you're right. I mean, we just had <laughs> Brett. Wiggs, Wiggs gonna have to bounce back here to make up for a lot of guys. That's what I'm Wiggins saying. bounce back and and Kaminga break out. Right, those mm-hmm. are your two guys. GP two um, is in there too. We had a Bradley Beal press conference today. You know, you're talking about failed super teams, and and then we get the report out that um, they're also interested in, uh, uh, in 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 Harden or Kyrie or whoever it is. All these teams, and it's just the same guys. It's the same guys we've watched go to five different places. And, I'm, you know, I'm kind of throwing Chris Paul in here too. That have just played for like five different teams in the last year and just keep losing, right? And so just it, it's the same story. If the Clippers end up winning next season, I, I think then we can go sit here and talk about how great it is and how it worked. But as far as we know, history, the last three seasons, not kind to these type of teams, not kind. One thing I'll say about Chris Paul as the number one point God Stan, who's never once said a negative thing about him. Correct. Um, He's never asked out of a situation. He's never done the free agency tour. He's just kind of been traded. You know, you you could say there's negatives to that. Why are they trading him? Okay. (laughs) But eh, well, he still played a year there and he was really good for them. But, you know, he gets his, you know, He's on the Clippers. He's on the Rockets. He's on OKC. He gets moved. He's not demanding. It's not. It's not James Harden, Kyrie, KD level. Sorry. Cur- yeah, that's that's factual. Yeah, that's right. I mean, those those guys. I think you could say that a Harden situation has gotten toxic. Kyrie's definitely been toxic. Um, KD has been toxic. I mean, KD when he's on the Warriors was extremely toxic. That that last year that he was on the team. And yeah, I mean, you're right. I don't imagine that Chris Paul has ever, nobody's ever said he's been toxic, um, even though he's kind of an asshole. Wow, look at this tweet. Read this baby out. Uh, Eric Slater tweeted, Harden, KD, and Kyrie have combined for seven trade requests in less than two seasons. Historic numbers. Kind of sums it up. Like I, I do think it's good that the whole player empowerment crap is like kind of going the other way. Like it, it's cool if you feel the need to leave and you want a different situation, but 
is that actually what's going on with these guys? Or is this just kind of like, I'm unhappy and I want out, you know, like at a certain point you have to be held accountable for your own decisions, you know? And it's good to see the other side of the shoe fall. Cause you can't just have it your way 24 seven. I mean, the KD one in Brooklyn was pretty disgusting. I mean, I just, just frankly, it, it was just a, I'm going to go here. You're going to trade everyone to get, I'm going to bring Kyrie with me who nobody even wants, but because you're KD, we're going to bring Kyrie. Then I'm going to go get trade everyone for Harden. Harden comes and says, yeah, I'm not going to mess with Kyrie. I'm out of here. And then the next season, Kyrie being a mess, KD does nothing about it, doesn't talk to him about anything. And then Kyrie messes around again, and then he's gone. And then KD now all of a sudden goes, yeah, you know what? I think I'm out of here. What are we doing? <laughs> does, that, does, anyone, does, does anyone even care about being in one place and trying to win and actually going through the struggles. And I'm not even saying you're taking the easy way out because he goes to Phoenix and then also loses. <laughs> so it's not like there was an easy way. Phoenix wasn't a good team. Um, even though everyone was saying how they were going to be a threat, like they weren't good enough to win anything of consequence. So he didn't actually take the easy way out. He just went parallel from a situation that he caused that was terrible to another situation. That's not great either. And then now we're going to run that back again. We're going to trade everything for Bradley Beal. Now we're going to be in the second April. We're going to do Suns, it all over again. Did I the get Suns, old? The Suns are so funny to me. It's like the ball don't stop offense. Like how many dudes who want to do a four dribble package into a mid-range pull-up do you need? Like they're not going to beat the Denver Nuggets that way. Like you're not going to win a series with dudes just going one-on-one for 15-footers. Like what are we doing here, you know? I agree. <laughs> it's just, they deserve to, I don't know. They deserve to be clowned on because it's like, all right, you want it out of the warriors. You want, you know, now we're four years later. Come on, man. Show me something. Show me something other than putting together an, a non-team, literally just a pickup squad. Right. Like that's it, the, the team's built like a pickup squad. Right. Like, it's mm. just like, Oh, I'm going to these guys. We're going to, we're going to win. We're going to run up and down. No chance. You can stop us. Oh well, yeah. And pick up. You're going to win. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, one on one in one on in games that matter in one on one you're gonna win. Uh, Bradley Beal is going to be able to score every time against Aaron Gordon, uh, and Aaron Gordon probably can't really score that well against him even in one on one. But it's a basketball game. I'd rather have Aaron Gordon as my number three than I would Bradley Beal every single day of the week. Every Absolutely. single day of the week. There is coaching. There are game plans. It's a little more complicated. I don't know basketball. Right. It's just actual basketball. This is not ball don't stop. Right. It's freaking saw him tweet about BJ Boston yesterday. You know what BJ Boston's f- shooting percentage is for his career? It's like in the 30s. Yeah. It's like 39%. It's perfect. The perfect ball don't stop player. 39%. <laughs> I actually, you know the ones he makes, incredible. He might end up being a player, but um, but I agree with what you're saying. Like, how many guys do you need who want to just dance on the ball? You know, anyway. I mean, the Warriors just got rid of one. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, literally, they're banking on. Okay, I couldn't help. We need shot creation, but we don't need that kind of shot creation. (laughs) I mean, because like it's pretty clear, Dunleavy is pretty open about wanting shot creators around Steph. I think in a perfect world, we all agree because the way Steph gets like eighty eyes on them at all times, you'd like to have someone who can do something with the ball, you know. At least when Chris Paul has the ball in his hands, he doesn't make mistakes. You know, I will say that. So. Yeah, I mean, a different type of player. Uh, Lucky Trace asks, have you guys heard young players are being steered away from the Warriors? Agents have concern about playing time in the punch. You take this one. 
I can't say I've heard that. I don't think that's an issue in any capacity. I think the Warriors' reputation is built over more than one year. So I think they're in a fine situation as well to have Steph Curry and, and Steve Kerr. Steve carries a lot of weight with the reputation. Um, I will say I'm not sure they're first in line for ring chasers the way they used to be, but they weren't first in line for ring chasers when they got Otto Porter. So, yes, the media will jump over the Lakers being the most attractive rim t- rim chasing team, and yes, the media will jump over the Suns uh, because they have three max players and obvious uh, roster spots. And if I was a vet minimum guy, I'd be like, "Ooh, Phoenix, that seems like a place I can get 20 minutes on a winning team. Like yeah. obvious stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm not convinced the Warriors can't be highly competitive at getting at least one or two guys who are sought after because of role fit and opportunity. Um, and just because it's not talked about widely, like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll there see. also might be a lot of guys that fall through the cracks. Like there might, there may be a lot of solid seventh, eighth men guys um, that end up falling to the Warriors because mm-hmm. um, guys just aren't going to get paid that much. It's just how the second apron slash CBA is going to work. So I mean, we're watching guys get salary dumped right now, like John Collins, who thank God finally. Um, anyway, I, I'm kind of with you, but we'll see. Free agency starts tomorrow. Shout out to our guy Grant, the vice president. Shout uh, out Grant. Good move. Good move. Maybe they've got something cooking there in Atlanta. Probably not, but congrats. Maybe Grant. so. Be a be a deep mole for the Warriors, Grant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Trey, <laughs> Trey, Trey, and maybe you guys can start to finally be serious. <laughs> this week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was game time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have forget planning months in advance game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football Basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use light years, L Y G H T Y E R S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code light years for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed all right let's get some free agency predictions yes sir all right um i feel like we've previewed all the potential vet minimums and i don't know how you feel about it but i don't think we're gonna find out about dario Saric. we're gonna do the show again sunday night so yeah yeah <laughs> i i think we might know by sunday Ooh, but we're but I don't think we're going to know Friday night is all I'm saying. You know, I think all, all I'm saying is this morning, Sam texted him in. He said, hey, watch out. Harden opted in trade. And then six hours later, what do we get? <laughs> what, what do we get? So if Sam says Daryl Sarge is signing on Saturday morning with the Warriors, believe it. Believe <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, you know, I appreciate the I appreciate the compliments, but that's not how it went down. Um What I was going to say, though, is like, I, I don't think so. I went through it. Uh, Otto Porter signed on day two and 
uh, Nemanja uh, Bielica signed on day five. So day two was probably on the high end for a veteran minimum to sign, more likely day three or day four. All this is to say I- I'm not going to overreact if they don't get like Utah to sign um, Friday at 5 p.m. You know, like I, I feel like dudes like that are probably going to weigh their options and uh, it might take, you know, it just might take a day or two. That's all I'm saying. Do, do you, Sam, let me ask you this. Do you think um, Utah Watanabe is the number one uh, free agent for all Warriors fans right now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have a question. Like, I think I, he's the number, he, for, he's everyone's number. Everyone thinks they're getting him for a discount. <laughs> Watch him sign it. Watch him sign a ten million dollars no, yeah. for, for the for the Pistons. You know, like like. And by the way, if he could get it, take it, bro. You haven't, you it. haven't you haven't got paid yet. You have not. You need that one. You know, thirty million dollar contract, and then chase vet mins again. You know, um, good for him. Undrafted player. So I I was gonna say the same thing as you. Like, watch him just get a ten million dollar contract. No, I've been I've been noticing it. It's hilarious. Like Lakers think they're getting him. Suns think they're getting him. Warrior fans think they're getting him. Like I look at the East. Like Celtics are like, oh, he could be a shooter off the bench for us. You know, it's like, and I get it. Like six eight competes his ass off, and now he can really stick an open shot. Uh, what more do you want, right? Like, what more do you want? For that? So, it's, but it's funny. Like every year, there's one guy who everyone's like, we're getting him for a vet minimum and we're money. I uh, I think Bruce Brown is like a roided out version of this too. It's you know, guys are trying to spend after the great year that he had, and then he might end up signing with signing with the Lakers for just tax pay or for the just a mid level twelve mil. But I look at someone like that, and it's like, man, if he gets like. 16 across three years like would i be that surprised because he's just such a great role player and everyone just in the lakers are sitting here and they're just like maybe i can just get him for 12 denver's like well maybe we want a championship running back we'll give him seven maybe that'll get him get him here and it's just like i don't know I don't Bruce they can go no they can't yeah. they can't that's all they can give him right yeah. but it's like they're trying to convince him to do it and uh i don't know bruce brown i Eighteen million dollar player, would you say? At least, at least sixteen. Just a really, really good player. So, I don't know. I mean, every time I watch Bruce Brown, my first thought is, if GP's healthy next year, hmm. I think he's a. I think he's better than GP too. Like the best version. He can shoot. Can he shoot? Bruce Brown. Can he? Kind of. Uh, Better than GP too. You're making me look up the numbers, but I think Bruce Brown can actually shoot. I guess G- GP hit shots when they won a title. Maybe that was just uh, an aberration. Yeah, no. GP was... Okay, you might be right. 36% on three threes a game, which isn't bad. Uh, GP was 36% on 1.73. <laughs> so half the amount. So maybe if he shot double, he goes yeah, to... Yeah, I mean, 30, you're, you're right. I, Bruce, Brown's, Bruce Brown's got a little more confidence in stroke. I honestly, every time I watch him, I'm like, it reminds me of GP2. And I do think Bruce Brown's better. Like, I'm yeah. not saying he's not better, but it's like the same type of, okay, yeah. If you're, if you're the Wizards right now, like he does nothing for you. But if you're trying right. to win games, this right. is the guy who makes Steph Curry better. This is the guy who makes Anthony Davis better, that sort of thing. You know, yep. obviously he did it for Jokic. Yep. Um, I get it. And, you know, it sounds like he's going to the Lakers. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if we went back to the Nuggets. And I also wouldn't be surprised if, again, the Detroit Pistons threw a ridiculous amount of money at them. So, 
the Kings should have got like looked at someone like him instead of re-signing Harrison Barnes. Like that move didn't make sense. Like why wouldn't you just go look at Bruce Brown and just throw him sixteen? Anyway, anyway, whatever. I'm not Vivek. You know, Vivek knows what he's doing out there. I'm not gonna I'm gonna question Harry, him. Harry B is just the, the consummate professional. The dude knows how to negotiate in good faith. In good respect faith. It. Yeah, truly. I mean, Harrison Barnes has made a lot of money in his career for a guy that's you know pretty average. Pretty much average the moment he stepped foot on the court. He's been average, and uh, he's, he's fine. Good for him. Yeah, he's he's fine. He's, fine. he's he's career earnings two hundred fifty million fine. Or so I, I I made that number up, but it might not be off. It I might can, not be off. You cannot hate on that. You cannot hate on that. It's, I I know I'm not far off when I said it. I'm looking it up right now. Career career earnings. We're gonna you because he's got because he's got another fifty four coming his way. Um, okay, I was off, so we'll carry that. All right, um, 220. I mean, not that far off. He'll live. I mean, that's that's good living. That's good living in Midtown Sack. It's good living anywhere. Sack's blown up. Sack's blown up. To be clear, you know, Elk Grove, he's gonna be the mayor of Sack. (laughs) Honestly, Harrison, don't do that. Just you don't want those problems. Just be just be a uh, investor and a philanthropist, you know. Show up, people thank you for a million dollar donation, you know, like uh, put your Michael name Scott. on it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh or do it an or do it anonymous, anonymous <laughs> for the curb fans. You know what I mean? All right, let's 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 get through the rest of free agency here. Um, I'm curious. Okay, so the war is going to lose Dante. Where where are you at with Dante Divincenzo? We haven't done a proper send off for our guy Dante. I he's opting out. I don't think the Warriors are going to resign him. It's I'm going to I'm going to take a leap of faith and say he signed with the Knicks. He's reuniting with Josh Hart, Jalen Brunson. They're doing the Nova thing in New York in the Garden. I think he's going to get. I think I think he's going there. I think he wants to go there. Uh, and it sounds cool for him. So how are you going to remember Dante as a Warrior? Um. White dude that talked like he was black. I don't know. He just <laughs> yeah, never made sense. Nah, dude, I'm messing around. I'm messing around. Uh, Dante was cool, man. He he was a cool warrior. Um, I don't know if he's like a forever warrior type of guy, uh, but great energy. Could stick a three. Um, ball, like underrated playmaking. I think as not like a second secondary playmaker, but maybe like third, maybe like even like tertiary playmaker type of guy. Um, ath- great athleticism. It always felt like, oh, like why doesn't he drive to the bucket more? Um, but I think at the end of the day, the Warriors are going to be fine without him. Um, I, I think they they their roster construction was always so weird with someone like him, where they just had too many guards. He wasn't a great defender. I think he was he was a fine defender, um, but they could never say like they could he could they could never put him in that GP two role and say, hey, let just go guard a guy, right? Just go lock up a guy. And I think uh, he that, had a, he had his moment on Dame, right? Right early in the season, I do remember that. But I do think like. Um, he was a good warrior. Um, I don't even know if he had opted in for six million. If I would have celebrated that hard, like it's just, I, I think it's time for them to say, like, hey, let's see. GP two's back. He's healthy. Moses Moody's gonna play the 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 two three ish four ish position. Like, let's let's go and try to get him more minutes. CP three is gonna be the main ball handler anyway in the second unit, right? So let's stick Moody in the corner and see if we can guard some wings. 
Um, I, I think the Warriors are probably better off. They, maybe not, but they'll be fine without Dante. They'll be fine. I don't want to say I feel sorry for him, um, but last year was a rough season, and he definitely like culturally fits the Warriors. Like he never. He was one of the more consistent guys trying to bring positive energy on a night in night out basis. I would have liked to see him on a team that wasn't as big of a, a mess as last year's warriors, because like he's easy to root for, you know, but it didn't happen. And I think he still got out of this experience what he wanted. He got put in a situation that played to his skill set. He played well. He is going to get a 10 plus million dollar contract. Uh, which he's worth and he deserves. Uh, and prior to the Warriors, he was kind of slipping through the cracks of the NBA in a in a poor situation. So, like, even though the the Dante Warriors experience, like, I, I don't know, it, it's less to do with him. It's more to do with like I think all of last season left a, a shitty taste in my mouth. Right? It, it's like you know, like at least he got a positive out of it. And like, I'm I'm not gonna look at him negatively he's just like a guy who played on the warriors in a season i hated uh good way to put it i think one thing to add on i think final final thing for him is uh when you talk about young players going to the warriors he's not a young guy but i mean he did resurrect his career with the warriors he did he he got healthy stayed healthy uh played well and parlayed his 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 taxpayer mid-level five million into 10 plus like that's i mean not even it's going to be 30 plus guaranteed so he'll be in the 30 to 40 million dollar guaranteed range Pretty double cool. to doubling cool. between two to three xing his annual salary can't complain about that and not and and having it be a multi-year contract which i think teams probably wouldn't wasn't gonna pay him because yeah. he was just so injured so really cool so i think uh if the warriors you know maybe want to get a rehab guy in here a rehab project guy in here maybe they they can point to dante they can point to, yeah. to a lot of these and say like hey here, here's what that we is do. actually that is actually a great point if you want to look at it positively dante absolutely rehabbed his value Otto porter absolutely rehabbed his value they have very strong evidence that if you're a veteran and you know how to pass and play a little bit you're going to look good here you know so honestly, you just talked me into they're going to get Utah. They're going to be the ones. They're going to be the ones. <laughs> just the problem is that he doesn't need to get rehabbed. Uh, he might just get eight million dollars this offseason. But I'm with you. I, I might actually cry if if Utah. I, I tweeted this the other day. But part of Utah's charm is that uh, my San Francisco Giants have a very big offseason coming, and uh, a, a guy by the name of Shohei Otani is going to be a free agent. And if the Giants want to have a chance at him, you know, they, they could pass on some good words to his good friend. And I looked this up. They're actually friends. Utah and Shohei, they're actually friends. So you're grasping, you're grasping at straws here. I'm just, I'm on my, but, I, but I'm not, but I'm not going to lie to you. If, if I was a Giants fan and Utah being on the Warriors gave me a 0.1% better chance, I'd be in All like I on that, on that alone. Um, Shohei is he's he's not just a, another superstar. Like he's uh he's he's the best athlete I've ever seen in any sport, quite frankly. Like it it's not even I don't think it's comparable. I I there's not a basketball equivalent to being the best hitter and the best pitcher in baseball. And he's like not there, a- there, there's there's not there's not an equivalent. It's not the same. It's not the same as like oh you play both ways in basketball. I'm sorry, it's not. He is 
it's hard to compare it across sports too because it's it's also two totally different skill sets. Sure. Um, with basketball, you're talking about it is similar skill sets. Like you're talking about LeBron and MJ, probably the two guys. LeBron, MJ, and Kobe, probably two guys that you can say is like best offensive player, best defensive player. But it is the same skill set for both. You're still running and jumping, sliding, moving your feet. Like that's it's sure. the same thing with Shohei. It, it's I think it's more like football. Where you're yeah. the best wide receiver, and then you're also the best D end in the NFL because it's just two uh, I think, different things. Like it's just so. I mean, extreme. throwing. So it's oh, like okay, you're you're, uh, you're, Pat, uh, yeah. you're Patrick Mahomes, but you're also right. Nick Bosa, or something it, like dumb like that. You know it, exactly. I mean, he leads the league in homers. He has a three a sub three ERA. Everybody knows it leads the league in strikeouts. And the thing with him is like a lot of baseball players are like are fat. I mean, I watched Chuck Peterson play left field today, and he made some nice <laughs> plays. But the, the, the dude is enormous, man. Obviously, Pablo Sandoval. Why, why is he? Anymore. Why was he not at DH? Uh, uh, we've got a lot of injuries on the team, so he <laughs> he got stuck in left field for the first. He made a couple of nice plays. Um, but but uh, with baseball, sometimes you see a lot of these DHs are just enormous or pitchers. Shohei's six five, and he's fast as hell. He's stealing bases left and right. Yeah. So yeah, I, look, I didn't even think about him being the greatest athlete ever, but uh, surely the war the Giants have to at least throw. I mean, whatever they paid Correa, double it, right? See if you can throw six hundred million at him. From a from like a skill perspective, like it's it's very impossible to like imagine a pro athlete who is more skilled than him because he's just like he's a he's easily the best power hitter in baseball. Sorry, Aaron Judge, like he just is. He he hits some of the home runs he hits are like literally only Barry Bonds in my mind, where I'm just like, oh. That sounded different than anything I've ever heard, right? And then, like, the pitching, it goes without saying, you know, like, oh, he throws 100, and, you know, the, the slider is better than the fastball type of stuff, right? Makes no sense. He, he's mm. he's just – he's a better pitcher than the Giants' best pitcher, Logan Webb, who's – Logan Webb's an awesome pitcher. And sure. then he And then he's at 30 homers. You put the three best Giants hitters, they combine for 30 homers. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. And then the Giants and then the Angels are like six games over 500. So it's like, it's also hilarious. But, you know, that's baseball for you. Right. So I do love that, like, with a guy like Shohei, he's so ridiculous that your mind goes to, like, well, this can't last. So I almost don't want him because I'm afraid it won't last type of thing. But uh, yeah, um, much more interesting free agency than uh, James Harden. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, that that ties to. So there's a few players who are rumored to be moved. Um, and these are trade rumors, but this is the time of year it happens. So like we got Carl Anthony Towns, Damian Lillard, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Zach Levine, and obviously our guy Pascal Siakam, who I do not believe is going to move because Masai's, let's be real. Who do you think of those players will actually move? And... Do you actually think it'll shake things up or do you think it's going to be uh, one of those summers where it's like, cool, they moved, but it doesn't really change anything at the top? Yeah, I definitely think it's the latter because <laughs> I think Carl Anthony Towns is the guy that that's out the door here. Um, I mean, I, I think, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, you could probably throw Levine in there. I would say he he's probably out the door, too. Um, the CBA is kicking people's asses. I mean, part of the why Jordan Poole is gone is because of that. Um, and, I, and I think with Cat, I mean, they just re-signed Nasri, pretty obvious. Uh, they signed him to a pretty friendly deal. 
he's a perfect stretch four guy. He could probably do what like seventy percent of what Cat can do offensively. Cat's horrible defensively. Maybe Nasri can give some more effort there. If you can trade Cat for some role players, maybe some picks, like you can you can start to create your team around. And it it just it makes too much sense. And you brought this up literally a year ago when they signed Gobert. I thought it was pretty funny because I was like, oh. Cat's gonna be gone. Like, let's see what happens. No, they probably made that trade knowing, like, we're gonna pick one guy, and they pick Ant over Cat. Um, probably the right pick. Probably the right pick. But I think he's gone. I don't know where he's gonna go though. Um, but he's probably the guy that's. They they, they can't play those two. They can't spend hundred million dollars on on three centers. Makes no sense. All right, I'm gonna ask you kind of a mean question. Would you trade Clay Thompson? to get Carl Anthony Towns because I think I agree with you. I think Cat is Cat or Dame are the best players who will be moved this summer. I don't want to talk about Dame. The Warriors aren't going to get Dame anyway. It's how many point guards do they need? Right. (laughs) Uh, So let let me walk you through the hypothetical. Would you trade Clay Thompson? Not a one for one. You're trading Clay. You're probably throwing in Kuminga. You're probably throwing in picks. Would you do it? I wouldn't do it. Roster construction doesn't make any sense. So who are you playing at the two? Now you're throwing Angel Wiggins at the two, most likely, or are you throwing Chris Paul? Chris, no, yeah. Steph's, at the, Steph's at the two. Chris yeah, one. Exactly. Exactly. So you've got two two pods. Two. I mean, sorry, not two pods. Two guys. Two guys that aren't great. Yeah, defenders. you got three pods. Be yeah. pods. <laughs> Get the pods at the two. Um, <laughs> uh, if you wanted to, it, it it doesn't make sense. You've got two point guards playing the one and the two. Um, you're trading cat. Uh, you're trading four cats. Someone that I I'm quite certain that Draymond hates. Um, uh, Draymond might knock him out twice before the season even starts. Uh, I don't know this relationship with Andrew Wiggins. You lose a ton of shooting there on a team that was already not having enough shooting. And I know cats a great shooter, but now are you switching your entire de- offense around for him? I don't. I love cat. Everybody that listens to the podcast know I love cat. Yeah, but you- I would have traded pool for cat. It makes more sense to me rather than trading clay. You've been you've been holding strong on the on the cat line through the through the lean years, through the voice changing years. That's uh, uh, what dreams are made of. Oh, I can't, You know how like certain things in your mind, you're like, I can't listen to that. It's too cringe. It's so cringe. I think it really depends what the package is. I think I might do it. I think from a basketball perspective, I could get there because I think cats. An elite shooter. He's not the shooter Clay is, but he's a big um, shooting forty percent on eight threes, which he'd done in the past, is ridiculous for a center. I think him and Steph with Draymond and Wiggins can be something. He's also a hell of a passer, so I'm intrigued. But I don't know. Part of I'm very uh, uncomfortable. With the idea too, because I kind of like don't want to give up Clay in any capacity. So, so I don't know. It just doesn't, doesn't make the team better. It it, it just does. It, it creates more holes on the backcourt. It gives you a headache in the front court. Um, if you had told me that Minnesota wanted pool and you reroute that way, and then you can get yeah, Steph but, but it's and, gotta be, it's gotta be uncomfortable. So yeah, I know he's a, good, he's a good player. Like okay, so now you start Moody. So now you start GP two. So now you start one of those guys. Like that's I've, that's what we're talking. I've got more questions than than I think the Warriors would have answers, rather than just them staying put. But hey, I talked to myself into Chris Paul. 
I'll talk <laughs> myself in a cat. I'll talk myself in a cat. You, what do you think? What do you, do you think they'll do it though? Like, do you think they're actually no? Better question. I don't think they'll do, do you, it. Do you think they're having conversations? I think they have conversations on everyone, and they deny it. Oh, yeah, I do think they are. Clay for Levine? No. Like, per source. Like, per source. Deal's done. Are you asking me if that conversation has been had? I'm sure. I'm sure a text has been sent with an LOL reply. <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, like, like I, th- I think I agree with you. Cat is the only player who's that interesting to me to want to break up the Warriors three, even off of the disgusting game six against the Lakers. I think Cat's the only one where I'm like, I get it, but like, it's very hard to find big men with that level of skill. So, I don't know. That's that's where I'm at with it. Um, let's end on this one. Will Anthony Lamb, aka Tony Lambeau, be a warrior next year? I'm gonna ignore that question and say that I hope Ty Jerome is gonna be a warrior next year. Friend um, of the show, Ty Jerome will definitely be a warrior next year. I'm calling my shot right now. Mm, yeah, he's gonna play a lot next year. I hope so, man. Um, it, look, if if the Warriors have Anthony Lamb on the roster next season. Things went awry. Um, Chris Paul couldn't recruit. Steph couldn't recruit. Draymond fucked up. Like some happened where they just couldn't get, it, it, like they couldn't get like a Jeff Green or, or something like that. I don't know. Like some type of guy like that that I'd rather have than than Anthony Lamb. Like just, just give me give me something else. Give give me a thirty six year old vet. I, I don't care. Give give think, me something else. I think Big Tony's back, and I think Big Tony's gonna be a world champion next year. That's. Messing around <laughs> at this point. Um, all right, man, we'll be back. Appreciate everyone. Big free agency period. <laughs>